0: Get up with
1: Mitchell
0: and Michael hit right for sure. On Hit 96.1 oh, yeah. Good morning everybody My name is Richard Timmy and this is Michael Ross Good morning everyone And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show We have the Josh Frydenberg the radio industry Pretty
1: sick, eh? Good <laughs> <coughs> thing yeah. I've got water <laughs> Treasurer dude He could He'd, have the corona Yeah, if you, you go
0: watch the video of yeah, the Treasurer Just, just coughing up the goods and uh, they were just laughing at him. Like, you actually see it, like Scott Morrison's like,
1: ah. But if you notice, he just edges slightly away. Yeah. It's like, I'm already 1.5. Let's take the bad boy up to about three. It uh, did
0: not look good. Yeah, it's 1.5 uh, social distancing when people have nothing wrong with them. When it's, when they're sick, when they start coughing, sprint 100 metres <laughs>
1: that way. I feel like we're like Josh Frydenberg in that way as well that you're trying to, trying to keep your distance from us. Yeah. In ten minutes' time, you you want something of mine, though, Mitch. Yep. You want your hands on. You've been mentioning it every wife. Uh, no, leave her <laughs> <me> alone. <laughs> <laughs> you've been mentioning every day that you feel left out and that I'm being selfish by not bringing in something that I'm enjoying. Oh yes. For you, yes. So today, you get to have one. Yay! <laughs> That's coming up in 10 minutes' time. Your wife. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> up,
0: up next, though, I got super lazy uh, at home to the point where there was an obstacle in my way, and as they say, if you can't go around it or you can't go over it, just... You kind of like go through it and live with it in your life now. It's a part of your life. That's the same. That's the full
1: say. That is the full saying. I always take off the end bit. And
0: that's what I did. There was something that was just literally would have been a mild inconvenience for me to fix and it's been three days now. I'm just putting up with it
1: and I want to know what you've put up with. That's on the other side of Justin Bieber. Only 6.1. It's 6.08 now and coming up after 8 o'clock this morning you'll want to tune in for our Corona Cinema because... If you remember, Mitch, there have been a lot of films that have delayed their release because of coronavirus. Yes. Cinemas closed, they went, well, we're not going to do that to no audience, so they've delayed them. Instead, we give you a taste of that film as it should have come out. We already did Black Widow. Oh, yeah? And this week, there was a huge movie coming out. And don't worry, we've got you covered, so you don't have to wait. Just tune in for Corona Cinema at 8.
0: Oh, lovely. But i got a bit of a problem. Uh, look, it's wintertime, or it's it's getting to it. Uh, when you get in a bed, you, some people like a hot water bottle. You know, warm that bad boy oh, yeah. up. Now, I don't mind that, okay? But I have a bit of a problem. For the last three nights... And I've just put up with this. You know me, like when it's time for sleep, Mitchell Tinley can sleep anywhere, anytime for however long he wants. I once uh, notoriously at the G uh, when we were staying there two years ago, they the manager short-sheeted me as a bit of a prank <laughs> where you kind of, where you'd pull the bed sheet back. So if you try to get in, There's this essentially like instead of maybe six or seven feet worth of sheet, there's only one, and I (laughs) just pocket, (laughs) yeah, and I just I just curled up like as if a grown man would fit into a kangaroo pouch. That's (laughs) I just dealt with it. I didn't even fix it.
1: Did you actually feel more comfortable? It was weird, like a baby.
0: (laughs) So I've noticed. I got into my bed. uh, It was Monday, and there's like I can feel a hot water bottle underneath my feet. But not, it wasn't like skin on hot water bottle. No. It was skin on sheet on hot water bottle. And I was like, well, I must be on top of the, the sheet that goes over the top of the bed. Right. No, 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 no. It was underneath the fitted sheet. What's it doing of there? I don't know. I think I didn't notice it when I was making the bed. Okay. So I put up with it for like a night, two nights. I just kind of like slept around it. And then the third night I went, okay, I'm finally going to move this. So I went under the fitted sheet to get it. And it was because I have like a pillow top on top of the bed oh, as yeah. well.
1: Guess, yeah. It was
0: under that was as that, well. What? Like I was like the princess and the pea. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I'm impressed that like I've just kind of, it's still there. I've just like. So you checked and you went, no, it's further under. I'm leaving.
0: Yeah. That. And I was like, I already made my bed and I went, oh, I don't want to undo it all. So I've just kind of like, I just like putting up with it. Like as if there was a pole in the middle of your house and you just went, well, I guess that's here now. That lives here. That's what oh. it is. Like a heritage-listed tree <laughs> and I'm building a city and that's my body just around this.
1: Also, like, not to knock it, but how many people are using water bottles? Like, whole, Like it's very. It's a very old-fashioned technique. I don't think ever, anyone's using hot water bottles. We have electric blankets now and you're still using like a, like a little old 1800s man just get the hot water bottle for my little tootsies.
0: I'd say heaps of people
1: using hot water <laughs> Look, bottles. Look, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they are. are these
0: electricity <laughs> prices, mate? So,
1: really. <laughs> you're just choosing to ignore it. You think you're going to just power through?
0: Yeah, I think I'll just power through. It just feels like a hematoma in my bed, and I'm just kind of <laughs> like <laughs> sleeping, sleep, like a tumour, and I'm just like sleeping, my, sleeping over my it.
1: My couch, one of the springs seems to be like kind of busted, like it's pushing up through the cushion part, and so you can you can really feel it. Uh, and it's like, what uh, what could I do? I could probably put like, like a cushion down to sit on, yeah. and then I don't have to sit on it? No, what I do instead is I sort of straddle the Yes. Screen. I just yes. put it between my legs and sit more awkwardly on the couch, but it's like I'm just going to ignore it. I'm just going to power through it.
0: Yes, yes, I like that. 13, 12, 16, what are you just putting up with? Like, what do you got in your house that you just like? You know what? That's too hard to fix. I'm just gonna, just gonna put up with it.
1: Twenty six point one. It's six sixteen. Heading to Subway for the delicious snack range, starting from just two bucks.
0: Oh, and Michael like Ross, we're asking everyone, what are you just putting up with? I have a hot water bottle that is under my sheet, my fitted sheet, and my pillow top on my bed. I made my bed over the top of it, and I guess it just lives there now. Uh, and you have a squeaky, uh, a little uh, spring. Yeah, on like your a loose
1: spring that's like jutting up right to just under that surface and I straddle around it rather than get something to push it back down.
0: Yeah, so what are you putting up with 13, 12,
1: 16? we got Chris from our game on the line. Chris, what are you putting up with?
0: No, I've got squeaky floorboard in my lounge room and it drives me absolutely bonkers. Do you just avoid walking on it? Yeah, I just sort of know. I reckon I can walk for the house with nice clothes and not touch it now. Yeah, who needs ADP security, mate? Just... <laughs> oh, it's, it's bloody annoying. But get over
1: it. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, no, I hate. You're 96.1. Who's on the line? Good morning, boys. Hello, how are you? How good? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Um, stupid o'clock.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what are you putting up with?
1: Um, my recliner's broken.
0: Uh, like, won't go down or won't come up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> won't come up. <laughs> Well, you know, one in three. <laughs> Get, up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, Tones and I, bad child at 6.25 now. <laughs> <laughs> we got new sport weather on the way. That's Tones.
0: That was an <laughs> impeccable personation.
1: Oh, absolutely. Looks like she's really
0: here. <laughs>
1: if you remember last week of the show, Mitch, I, uh, I, I found... Not. I found a, a fruit uh, that's oh. hanging over into my backyard.
0: Yeah, it looks like a little tiny shepherd avocado, which you think, gross. But on the inside, it looks like a zucchini, and you think, gross.
1: <laughs> but, but it sort of tastes like a cross between like a banana and a pineapple. Which, mm, yum. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we actually, I didn't know what they were, but uh, you, the lovely Limestone Coast, other people were growing them and putting them on the chat group, and you actually helped solve what they were.
0: That tree you're just talking about, that little with the green bits of fruit on it. Yeah. It's called a it's called a a tree. Yeah. Okay. And it originates in New Zealand. Yeah. And and the Maoris have been eating that shit. Oh, excuse my friends. That (laughs) stuff for the last uh, for the last hundred and fifty years.
1: Lovely chap. The the Fujao. The food jam tree, the food jam fruit. I had a little look. What can I do with that? Uh, all the recipes, yeah. We're New Zealand recipes. This
0: is where we're different people. I just want to eat it and what happened.
1: <laughs> and so I found out that you can put them in like cakes and muffins.
0: Oh, is that what you've been eating all week that you've so rudely not brought in for me?
1: Well, here's the thing, okay? I've had enough of you giving me crap about not... Providing you with one? Well, you're the only one in the office. You keep going, <laughs> when you bake something, you're supposed to bring it in for everyone. Which, you're the only one here. Yeah,
0: which means there's, <laughs> like, you hardly need to bring in. You're not even parting with many. The thing is, everyone knows, everyone knows, especially all the Karens out there, when you bake at home, you're supposed to bring it into the office and share. You don't have to be, like, we have muesli bars and fruit. We don't do that. That's okay. okay. But when you bake something, you must share. Well,
1: let me make amends. Here you go. Here you go. Okay. A Fujao. Muffin that I baked myself. It you looks, can, it looks you like can a, try it.
0: Looks like a normal muffin. So
1: it's just got a little
0: little bits of the food gel in there. If I eat you it, know, I'm not going to get like diarrhoea or
1: anything. No, 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 no. We're not one of those radio shows. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like right. all the other ones. Oh,
0: is there laxatives
1: in it? No, there isn't. Yeah, we're not. We're not like that because we're lazy. <laughs> 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 mm. Just, I just want you to. What do you th- What do you think?
0: Mm, food wow. gel. <laughs> it's a bit dry.
1: Yeah, they're pretty old now. I've given you like the final one, uh, and it's now. What are we looking at? Five days. Five days old.
0: Okay, this tastes like a muffin.
1: Yep, it's, it's probably a bit stale as well, like this show. Or oh, is that what? You, <laughs> is that the like a? Uh, oh, I
0: got you with a stale muffin. <laughs> what are you, my mum? <laughs> oh. Good prank, Carlene. <laughs> no. Got you with a stale muffin. That, that'll win. It's it not nah. a prank, mate. Calm down, mate. That'll win an Acra.
1: <laughs> no, that's the point.
0: What?
1: I said it's stale like this. That's the point. Oh, it's so meta.
0: <laughs> not only was the joke horrendous.
1: Yes. But that's the point. <laughs> Anyway, what do you think, actually? Can you taste a little bit of the tang? It's like a slightly tangy muffin.
0: 6.28, mate. We were starting so well. We had such a good show up (laughs) until this point. But I'm going to enjoy this muffin, and I give it a solid
1: 6 out of 10. Hit 96.1. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1. It's 6.45 coming up after 7.30 this morning. Uh, There's plans for a travel bubble. what's What's the travel bubble? Have you not heard of it yet? We'll explain everything after 7.30 this morning, so I'll have to stick around till then. Uh,
0: Michael Ross, though, people can catch up on the show. Everything that they miss, hit 96.1 at Limestone Goes Breakfast on your favourite podcast app. We have many people that have messaged us yesterday that uh, they feel like we didn't tie up a loose end. Now, I said, like, I, I don't understand why they want this loose end tied up. I thought it was tied up very tight, double knotted, if you will. Yes. Triple knotted, if you will, which is only seen in year five and below when they're super careful. But it was to do with sheeps not being allowed in the rain, shapoos if you will, uh, yes. not being allowed out in the rain because the rain would... <laughs> Don't laugh, mate. Don't, <laughs> do, do people laugh at Bill Gates when he's doing TED Talk? No, they don't, okay? So calm down. he's Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, he did run on the coronavirus and no one listened, okay? <laughs> so, okay, everybody
1: pay attention. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah. please do go on.
0: Yeah, the reason why the sheep aren't allowed out in the paddock when it's raining is because the rain will like fall too heavily and then their wool will absorb the yeah. water, mm-hmm. making them, their body, yeah. too heavy and their little tiny sheep legs... Will snap, and that's how sheep. Like that's why they say bring your sheep in when it's raining.
1: Look, I could have taken anything else. I could have taken like, they'll get too wet, they'll catch cold, they'll get hypothermia. No, it's colder
0: wearing a woolen jumper, back.
1: but they're soaked and they can't. It won't dry out in the winter, and they'll freeze. No good. I would have taken that. Yeah, and then but they shake suggest... and then their
0: legs broke. That's true.
1: To suggest that it's it's so heavy and they're potentially so stupid. <laughs> Like, you'd just sit down. No,
0: but that's the thing. No, but that's the thing with sheep is like, because their brains are so tiny, they don't know to get out of the rain. So they. Break. But
1: but, why do, but they're also unaware that their legs are now in immense pain because of this extra weight. And their legs. And, but just they panic. Snap.
0: They panic and they move like a deer in a headlight. <laughs> and they move and they.
1: But they move after not moving.
0: Yeah, because they stop because they're shocked. They're like, what is this water falling on me? And then they move, and then their the... legs break. And someone said to me, they said. Is that true? Because Michael normally finds that stuff out, and you didn't. I didn't
1: want to humour it. I can only
0: really imagine.
1: And we actually did put the onus on the limestone coast. If you are a sheep shearer, she- we need we need an authority. Yeah, almost. shear your
0: thoughts with us. Share <laughs> your thoughts <laughs> 131216. Will you shear your thoughts <laughs> with us? No, I'm sorry. They're not going to call now.
1: Will a sheep's <laughs> coat, will the wool get so heavy from rain that it breaks their legs?
0: Can you do what you have to always do? And that is find out. You have one song.
1: (laughs) Mitchell Leweigel here, 96.1. You can call in, uh, but I will do some research as well. Do sheep's legs break because the rain makes their wool too heavy? It sounds silly when when you say it. 96.1. It's 6.55. We've got new sport and weather on the way coming up in about 20 minutes' time. Hang on, you're if, all right. Hang on, okay, we can't do the upcoming break because we've basically done a similar thing today. So I'm going to have to scrap it. Why?
0: Well, what was it going to be? So
1: it's it's what did you ignore? But we've basically done that. If you've missed that, check out the podcast on your favorite podcast app. But that happened at six o'clock this morning. But I was going to talk about ignoring things, but we basically did. You had been ignoring the hot water bottle in your bed. Yep. I'm ignoring the spring in my couch. So I can't, I can't do that one right now. I'm going to, think, I'm going to go away. I think of something else.
0: What was it going to be?
1: Basically, there's a man who's been putting up with something for years. Yeah. And so I wanted to know how long have you put up with something?
0: You didn't think of just including that? Into the talk break before?
1: No, because I liked that yours was more about the home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can still do it again.
1: Maybe maybe we will. Stick around for 20 minutes' time. We're trying to figure out right now if Mitch's assumption that sheep need to be shorn because if it rains, they get too heavy and they'll break their legs.
0: Basically, it stems from people are like, oh, why do they even have to shear the sheep? And it's like, look, they have to do it because if the sheep wander out and it rains their wool gets too heavy and their skinny little sheep legs break. It's a fact.
1: Now, before, Look I, it up. before I confirm or we'll deny this fact, uh, we have got a call from Adrian in Carpenter Rocks, who has a fun fact about sheep that might help us out.
0: Do you know that
1: sheep are pretty much like teflon coated? They
0: don't get wet. Oh, there you go, Mitch. Is that now because they've evolved from their legs breaking? <laughs> yeah, no, they actually have a waxy substance called lanolin in their like fibres of their wool, and it pretty much makes them waterproof. Then how come, when I wear a woolen jumper, I still get soaked? Well, I'm guessing it's what they do after they take the wool off the sheep that changes the... I should be wearing a sheep.
1: (laughs) Well, you could wear a sheep, but they look kind of funny and weird, but... That's okay. So does Mitch. Thanks, mate. (laughs) Okay, so... Mitch, here we go. The reason you need to shear sheep is not because their legs will break under the weight of the wool and water, because Adrian told us that they can't get they can't build up the water in their wool. They teflon, they can't be shot either. So the like the the government, the agricultural like uh, society that control sort of sheep mm-hmm. shearing and stuff, they they reckon that the excess wool impedes the ability of sheep to regulate their body temperatures mm-hmm. so they get too hot. So that's nah. th- it's the opposite. It's not that they're like nah. cold and wet. They're too hot. Fake news. You and everyone else that believes that. just a bunch of shit. Only 6.1. It's 7.09. That was today's quarantine. Get yourself back home, gym class heroes. Coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, the Corona Cinema is back in business. A lot of movies should have been out by now but got delayed because of COVID-19. We've got you covered, though. If you tune out at 8 o'clock... You can get a first glimpse of your favourite films performed by us. Oh, delightful.
0: (laughs) Michael Ross, there's something that the shoppers locally could be doing to the stores that that we support locally that could be enraging them. Apparently, there's a thing that we all do Mm -hmm. and some that don't that kind of defines who you are as a person, very, very simple act. I ask you, when you go to the store, right. and you use a
1: trolley, I don't. Yeah, but you have you? I, yes, I have. Okay, so if I'm so it's specifically if I use a trolley, yes,
0: do you return it to a trolley bay, or do
1: you just yes. leave it? Where am I going to leave it? What beside my car? Exactly. I'm going to take it back to the bay. Apparently, there are people that
0: don't return it oh. to the bay yeah exactly Anarchy. madness scum <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> just there's a bit like a little survey come out with all the like uh, they have some psychologists jump on board with some grocery stores and saying if you don't return your trolley out of laziness or out of any other reason that's not like oh, I physically can't like I'm, I'm I'm in a wheelchair or I got kids or something like that yeah I was gonna
1: say Kids are the one where you can forgive where you go, I can't leave them in the car. Yeah, not that I do
0: that anymore. I grew up in the car with the window cracked, and you can't do that. But if you don't put your trolley back, apparently you are (laughs) very, very close to being a psychopath.
1: Well, because I guess it's it's like you don't, You have no sympathy for the people that have to go around and collect the trolleys.
0: Here's the thing too, because they'll often hit you with, but it's someone's job. You're taking someone's job, but it's not. No. I mean, it is, but it's not. They take it from the bay
1: inside. That's why the bay exists. The cleaner. The
0: cleaner is to clean the desk, not to pick up the rubbish. Yeah. Clean the desk.
1: It's like in a food court. I don't like when people just leave their trays and rubbish on the table. Exactly. It's like the bins are there. Take it to the bin.
0: They're not a trash remover No. They clean the table. Now, use a basket. Here's the battle I always have when I go to a cold self-serve checkout because I don't like um, employing someone to do it for me. I just hate small talk, so I do it myself. I like to try and get my shopping done so quickly that I can put my basket back before the lady comes and takes it. It's always a
1: nice feeling. Yeah, I always <laughs> feel like
0: if i get And it's like I know that they're like, ah. Like they feel like, <laughs> it's almost like this little healthy competition where they're like, ah, if my boss saw me, i would get fired. But I like like putting it back.
1: Really, that's the dream for us awkward people. Yeah. So like imagine walking into a store. Yep. There is no staff. You just walk around, you get what you want, you put it in your basket, yep. you go to self-serve. Yep. You take the trolley back. I, I'd be okay with doing everything. I'd be okay with opening up the box out back to, <laughs> to restock the shelf. Leaving my money on the counter, yeah. Working out. I don't want to deal with people. That's why I'm kind. Yeah. I mean,
0: we all hope you all still stay employed. But is there anyone 13, 12, 16, do you not return a trolley? What's your reason?
1: Give me a Maybe reason. Maybe you've got a good reason. Maybe we are completely wrong. Maybe yeah. you're not scum of the earth. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say scum of the earth. ninety six point one, do you not return your trolley. 13, 12, 16, That's the number. Halsey now you should be sad. Ninety six point one. It's seven twenty four. Everclear, Santa Monica. Coming up in about six minutes' time, we'll have what's trending on the other side of news, sport, and weather. And you know what's trending today, Mitch? The makers of Uno, Uno, you know, however you like to say it. They have weighed in on the official rules. I've been trying to explain this to my friends. Don't we for ages? Don't we like touch on this like every three months? Yeah, but they find like it's all been like let's go check the rules. But they've made a statement this week, clearing everything up. And I don't want to debate it anymore. More on that, in what's training this morning, I want to dive into now the strange world of Pete Evans. Now, Pete Evans, the celebrity chef. Uh, you might remember him from My Kitchen Rules. He's been on My Kitchen Rules since 2010, okay, mm-hmm. as a judge. This week, I believe, it, his contract has been terminated.
0: Yeah, it was like $800,000 or something.
1: Yeah, $800,000. The like, latest season was not doing well. It's like 20 million news. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not doing well, okay, yeah. because this, this is a spectacular fall from grace in, in our eyes as the public. You know... He started off as this up and coming chef in New South Wales. He ran like these pizza bars called Hugo's. Well they called pizza bars. <laughs> He's pizza Pete. And he won like chef hats and like he was like, l- like lauded as this great up and coming young chef of Australia. Yep. Oprah sent her like viewers. To his place when she did... Do you remember when Oprah came to Australia? Yeah. Hugh Jackman went down a zipline? Yeah. That, great times. That's when Pete was feeling good. He got signed. He got signed soon after to My Kitchen Rules. He's written heaps of cookbooks. He's done so well. And then he found paleo. For okay. babies. <laughs> now, I don't, like, I don't really have a problem with, with paleo like in its essence. It's not a terrible idea because it's supposed to be you don't eat refined things. You don't eat processed things. You eat vegetables. You eat meats.
0: If a caveman didn't eat it, you don't eat it.
1: Yeah, it's like, and that still opens the world to a variety of possibilities. And it's like, okay, but obviously that was the gateway drug. Yeah. That was he opened the paleo door, and he could not close it again because then you, like you said, paleo for babies. That was the first time where we went. Uh, excuse me, Pete. I'm sorry. What? Because uh, the medical association was. Re- very upset with his book for paleo for babies, yep. saying it did not provide them with the necessary nutrition. But no, Peter's not one to listen to medical associations and doctors. No, he just kept on going. And I feel like this week is the moment where he is officially—he's cooked. He's done. Why would he stick saying? a fork in him? Take him out of the oven. <laughs> After the big debacle last month of his vibration frequency machine and his twenty-five thousand dollar fine. The one I can get rid of coronavirus. Yeah, a couple of recipes in there. Yeah. You just sit in front of it for like an hour a day. You know. Recipes to cure viruses. He has put out a tweet that is basically he's gone from he's gone from like health guru kind of thing, like this self-proclaimed health guru, to just tin foil hat man. He's like, I know how this alfoil foil works, stops things from getting burnt. Let me put a little bit of this on. Soon you will hear, this is what he said, soon you will hear about certain high-profile people, celebrities, billionaires, having CV. This is, in fact, code, meaning self-quarantine. They are under house arrest and either under federal agent guards or ankle bracelets. Self-quarantine with CV exposure. They're detained and being questioned by authorities. Tested negative for CV. No confession, so they're going to trial after worldwide mass arrest. Tested positive for CV. They've confessed, taken a deal, and their execution will be out in the public eye. It's all code. It's all Illuminati. Did he post that? Yes, he did. Wow. He has lost it. And then it comes to this, this spreadsheet. I'm sorry, you can't see this, but this is madness. He posted this huge, like, brainstorm of all the things that are connected. There's a secret space program. There's an ancient builder race. There's Nazis on the moon. He is gone. Proper cooked. Proper cooked, mate. He's got three Michelin stars for how well cooked he is. Wow. Pete, mate, come back to us. Come back. New sport weather next. Twenty-six point one. it's 7.43, a double shot there. Endor and Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl, coming up after 8 o'clock this morning. You want to stick around. If you've been missing your trips to the cinema to see all the latest blockbusters, you want to tune in because the movies that should have come out now We've got you covered. You think they've been delayed, but no. We have an exclusive preview of the big blockbusters coming up eight o'clock this morning. Yeah. But Mitch, news coming out of uh, I think it's I think it's being driven by our homeland, the WA, Western Australia. There's a proposed idea of a travel bubble.
0: Yeah, and it, it looks good for someone who has lived my life.
1: Now you know, where West Australians living in South Australia, if they can open up that border, boom, boom, we are laughing.
0: Back home, we bring WA people over here, see the great state of South Australia. Oh my god, everybody wins. Northern Territory as well. You can head up to Darwin. This is the thing, and it's because their cases are under control, right? With the old COVID nineteen, and when it comes to Victoria, Queensland, New South Wales, they're not doing as well, are they?
1: No, not at all. It's like we don't want to. We don't want to dabble in uh, mm. in New South Wales at the moment. The other idea for the travel bubble is that's the first section. So WA, South Australia, Northern Territory, moving over there. Then step two of the travel bubble is apparently New Zealand and Australia. Okay. So we get to live in our own little region and we can travel back and forth.
0: So they get something out of the deal. What do we get?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, the travel bubble, is it the beginning of... Because whatever happened to Wexit... Where WA wanted to leave? Yeah,
0: I don't know. All well, I know is that travel travel bubble helps me out immensely. I live here, South Australia, love it. Two and a half years. Mm. Born in WA, family in WA. Went to school for like fourteen years in Darwin. So my th- my world, my Australia is over here. I don't exactly. care about New South Wales. I don't care about
1: Victoria. That's my Australia too. Bit of Mount Gambier, bit of Limestone Coast, and Perth. That's my Australia. So this travel bubble, I feel, should be the beginning of a new wexit. Our three states come together. Why are we not our own country? We've got the best things. What have we got? Those three states can offer you the best that is on offer. WA has better beaches than the East Coast. It mm-hmm. does. Bondi does not compare to some of the beauty of Western Australia.
0: So the three things that we can offer as a country would be crocodiles, yeah, beaches, yep. and a walk on top of Adelaide Stadium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that would seal the deal. Ninety-six point one, Benny and Glitter. It's seven fifty-two. We've got new sport and weather on the way. Coming up next hour after eight o'clock, you have a chance to be proud. Of your town on the limestone coast. Because we need to increase that tourism. You know? Yeah, Stephen Marshall's like, you can head over to the limestone coast. You can get a holiday. Apparently caravan parks are already their phones are just flying off the hook with people trying to book down here. Right. Yeah. That's good. He said, swap Paris for Panola. And I want to know what towns are you proud of that we could substitute? for other countries. Ah, gotcha. So have a think. Be tuning in around 8.15 this morning for your chance to be proud of your town. Tam- right now, though, I want to know about your shame, oh. the opposite of pride. 13, 12, 16. Have you ever had to do kind of a walk of shame? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Slow down. Slow down, Matt. It might not be that way that you're thinking. Um, but, a, but a man in the States uh, got in trouble right with the authorities because coronavirus is is happening and uh, America's doing it tough and there are certain things that you need to wear when you go out in public in certain states oh yeah so he went into uh, like a Dunkin Donuts yep. which is like a donut king yep. uh, and he forgot to wear something very important okay he forgot to wear his mask okay and his pants if for- mask and oh, pants oh didn't wear pants no pants no mask no play uh, okay, <laughs> and uh he had to be reminded sternly that sir when in public, you need to be wearing pants, okay, and this reminded me of a good friend of mine who got locked out of his house oh, and he had to walk he had to walk all the way to his property manager's office okay. uh without a shirt, without oh. shoes, really yeah, he just had to walk down the street in shame, walk into the office of the real estate agent and go uh hey uh, can i have the spare key to my place how far away was it <laughs> he he walked for a good half hour to get to his how did he not get arrested <laughs> well i guess like i just i guess for guys it's a little bit easier if you're missing a shirt yeah. you're probably not going to get pinged but the shameful part was walking into the yeah and he didn't have any proof at the time of who he was <laughs> but they they bought his story. he's like, I, I was outside, I was like gonna hang up like the washing, and I got locked out the back door, and all I was wearing was like these shorts and that I've walked all the way here, until so he had to do the walk of shame without any clothes <laughs> that's why I always take spare clothes and stuff in my car, really,
0: um, yeah, it's like my biggest fear of my like... fear
1: is, is being accidentally naked in public,
0: yeah. <laughs> like being locked out or anything like that, so I always take, I always make sure I'm wearing clothes. Because my granddad always said, like, when you go out <laughs> in your car, make sure like your car could break down at any point, so yeah. make
1: sure you're always ready. So, I didn't. You're an amazing person. Okay. Like you're very, very paranoid, very obsessive, very prepared. Oh, I as we li- found out, I live a life of fear. <laughs> to 16. Have you ever had to do a bit of a walk of shame, being in public without the right clothing?
0: I'm wearing two pairs of underwear, just in case. <laughs> it's
1: Mitchell and Michael You're 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 8.07 now. Mitchell and Michael and Mitch, you might have been hanging out for movies this year like Fast and Furious 9 definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> it should have come out this week. Yeah. Now, it's been delayed because of coronavirus. The cinema's not being open. It's been delayed until they can reopen, perhaps at the end of the year. I think it's yeah. slated currently for about a November release. Yeah. But that's not good enough. Nah. There are fans out there, and we know the Limestone Coast. They love cars. So I bet there are plenty out there that were hanging out for F9. Fast and Furious 9. Yep. So we're going to help you out. We're going to open the Corona Cinema. And for you this morning, I have I've done extensive research yep. in that I've never, ever watched a Fast and Furious movie. Not one. I've not watched a not single even the first one. one. First not one. even a single first one. First one's
0: a classic. Second one's great. Third one's off. And fourth is just from downhill from there.
1: But I know... I know just through seeing the trailers and the world around Fast and Furious, I know exactly what Fast and Furious is about. What? Checked out the trailer for F9, and I think I have got this movie to a T. You don't need to wait till November. Yep. Just listen right now. Mitch Michael performing Fast and Furious 9. Mitch, you will play Vin Diesel, yes. and I'll take care of the other characters. It's not, it's not family Corona. <laughs> Here we go interior garage vin diesel who needs no character name because his name is literally a form of vehicle id and a type of fuel vin diesel and the gang discuss their newest heist guys we're not going
0: to be able to pull off i'll the... oh, just do normal <laughs>
1: guys we're going to be pulled off this
0: heist to steal these dvd vhs combo machines unless we can get more nos into the v12 turbo
1: Enter small nerdy guy, most likely named Speedy or Spex. He's the brains of the operation and enjoys acting all superior to the meatheads like Vin. We've already pushed an automobile as fast as physics will allow. So what if we don't make the cars faster? What if we
0: make them more furious? Why are you the receptionist from um, Monsters, Inc.? But anyway.
1: (laughs) Rexy, the car, Vin's faithful companion and passion project since he got his licence in the late 90s. Purse in approval. (laughs) That's car for... Oh, hell yeah. Exterior, the International Space Station. Space bad guy John Cena, because he is the bad guy in F9, laughs from his shuttle cockpit, but you can't hear him laugh, because this is space. Rexy, they have your brother,
0: Commie, headed straight for the sun, and he burns up there. I'll be no SSS left. There'll be no SSS left.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All you have to do is there'll be
0: no SSS left.
1: And if he burns up, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Rexy says, vroom vroom, mother vroomer. And just like that, Rexy activates his thrusters and rockets towards John Cena.
0: How do you know where he is,
1: Rexy? I can't see him. You must be using the power of fury. Vroom vroom, that's Carfor. It's not about fury. It's about family. Did you write it? End. I did. Nice. In 96.1. F9. Stay tuned for F10 for that thrilling conclusion. 8.40. 8.40. Mike Posner there before that. Sam Smith with To Die For. And you know what's to die for? A little bit of a Subway snack range. It's delicious. Starting from just two bucks, head into Subway today. It's Mitchell and Michael now. And Mitch, I've noticed on uh, on the old social media uh, that your, your stand-up comedy page is back in action. Yep. Uh, Mitchell Tinley, you can find that on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and uh, you know, mate, it's 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 great to see you, you know, exploring your passion for comedy. You know, I'm a big supporter. actually, yep. uh, well, you're not, but um, anyway, <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, I'm a big supporter if if it's good, you know, if mm. it's good. But you you dished up something yesterday that left me absolutely shocked, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to impose like a rule here, mate, because. It looks like you've been in the studio and you've spilled ah. a mug of coffee ah, yes. all over the mouse that I use, yes, over the... the side of the desk, over the racks.
0: Yes, where the $30,000 racks. Uh, okay.
1: These control our phone systems and the actual microphones. And... So how mad are you? What rule would you like to impose? The rule I would like to impose is that you can't dish up old content. Because <laughs> that didn't happen yesterday, mate. No, it didn't. And I think that I'm not the only one who knows that. Nah. It's don't not- dish us up leftovers, mate. This is what I'm saying. If it's you not- want me to support your comedy... You don't anyway. Give me new
0: material. No, nah, you don't anyway. You did uh, that like a year ago. Oh, mate, it was like two. It was two. And I was just like, I didn't have anything else. And you know what? If our jobs were solely like getting to the next level, if it was solely based on radio skill, oh, oh, by God, would I dish up new content? But no, it's not. It's about getting big enough to then get on Love Island to then get breakfast mm. in <laughs> Sydney. Okay. So I got to build them social numbers up and I'll do anything. I do like
1: the hashtag, mm. uh, hashtag Macona virus. Yeah, it was funny. Um, that was and nice. You know what?
0: wasn't even Macona coffee.
1: Sometimes you got to do that. Double lying. Yeah, double. These are the rules, mate. Stick to them. Give me new material. No, comedy page. See, I gave you a little plug there. (laughs) It's Vajilla Michael. Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 8.48. Lady Gaga, stupid love. We're nearly done for today. But before we go, one last thing. Zoom meetings. Mitch? Yeah. They are taking over. Everybody's probably done one now, whether you're doing it for work or maybe you're catching up with your family. Zooms are all the rage and uh there's a lot of interesting things that you can do with zoom so with uh with our families we've not only been like catching up but we even like play basically like a kind of board game yeah through Zoom, and also it's a great way to just entertain people. You can set the background of your Zoom to kind of whatever you want. Yeah. You can set it as a video. So I was setting it to um, Mitchell and Michael show videos. Oh, really? Of me uh, dressed as Madonna. That's uh, awesome. And it was creeping out my mother-in-law. That's good. So stuff. you can have good fun. You yeah. can have good fun on Zoom. I did one odd thing though, where because everybody's using it, my mate who is studying like a TAFE course for accounting, yeah they gave him an assignment that was basically run a zoom meeting film the zoom meeting and you need to pretend as if it is a job interview okay so it's like it's myself and my wife and and him and his wife and we're each we're each different people within this company and so i've done basically like a short film
0: oh, really? on zoom
1: Okay. I, I played uh, Greg. He was, like, head of sales. Wait, why did he have to do that? It was part of the assignment for his accounting that he... So they're going, show us a video of you interviewing for a job if you were going for an accounting job. And the only way to do that now, because everything is shut down, is with Zoom. So they go, set up a Zoom meeting, film the Zoom meeting, and get your friends to play, like, these characters. So there's a lot you can do with Zoom. It's very unzoomable, unusual zoom
0: No, <laughs> you haven't got the job. You, in fact, you've lost <laughs> yours. That's the worst joke I've ever heard of I'd my life. I've already lost it. i already lost it. That's Look, so
1: I just want to know, have, have you used Zoom for anything unusual? Have you attended maybe an event
0: with Zoom? Well, the only reason, the only thing I've done is on the weekend, I hosted a quiz night for my sister's very birthday good, in sir. Perth. Uh, shut up. <laughs> 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 Sorry, is your was <laughs> <laughs> was you? <blue> <laughs> so, <Sorry. laughs> jeez. But that's the that's
1: the that's what I want to hear about. I want to hear mm. about using Zoom for more than just a capture, more cool. than just like a little hello. What have you use Zoom for.
0: Oh, excellent question <laughs> for the <laughs>
1: listeners. 13, Twelve sixteen. <laughs> it's Mitchell and Michael. Hit ninety six point one. Ken of it. You, you don't need every single second, nah. but you need the highlights, and the highlights are in the podcast, on your favourite podcast app, or even the Hit app, where you can listen to us anytime, yeah. anywhere. Yeah, search Hit 96.1, and you can catch up with everything that you need. Now, we will be back tomorrow from 6am. Get ready for the singer thing. That's yep. what we do every Thursday. It's
0: been the highlight of my week. Uh, also do we have the is the feel good five hundred stuff still playing? That is
1: that's gonna be continuing after nine o'clock. We give you a little taste every breakfast this week of things that have played the day before. So this morning we had like S Club seven. And mm-hmm. I heard that I heard that live in the countdown. Yeah. It was around like two eighty or something yesterday. Really? Yep. So we're we're getting there, we're getting closer to the final one. What is what is the feel good number one? Uh feel good. The, um, Feel Good Inc. by yeah, the Gorillaz. Yeah. 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 Um, that would be, if we designed it, it would be for that gag. Lock it in I'm going to bet my radio <laughs> career. That's number one. We will see you tomorrow from 6am.